0: Hi everyone, I'm Joel Gould and welcome to the new edition of NRL.com's Pearls Preview Pod. We're coming to you as we always do from the QRL studios in Brisbane. I'm here with um, Steve Ranoff. How are you going, Steve? Yeah, good, Joel. It's all hotting up, Steve, with this top eight. We're just having a look at it. Uh, We're going to have a look at the uh, the, the eight rounds, obviously, coming up in the NRL in round 19. But we have here, looking at the top eight, (coughs) it's congested. We got the knights on 18 the warriors on 17 the broncos on 17 sharks 16 west tigers 16 cowboys 16. i think they're the only teams in contention for the top eight i don't know about the dragons i'd like to hope they would be in contention but they'll have to win all seven games i'd imagine um, yeah
1: it, it it is as you said joel it is banking up um you know but you look at a few of the teams that are running into this part of the, the season and broncos is one of them they're, they actually come into some really good form so you look at the way they have been playing, and, and you go on their, and you go on their last game, and you know they're sitting in a really good position, I think.
0: Well, they're getting close to their destiny being in their own hands, really, and in in a way it is because if they if they for instance if they went on a really good run, they would probably overtake the knights. We just had a look back historically at what points you need to make the eight, and it does vary from year to year. Um, Last year was very unusual, and that 15 wins were needed, uh, and 30 because we only have one bye and two points for that now, and we have done for the last couple of years. So there was 15 wins. But if you go back to 2016, the Titans made the eight with 27 points, so they won 11 games. And I'm looking at it at the moment. I I think 27 points might be enough for the Broncos or the Warriors to to make the eight. Uh, You could get in on 27. So that's yeah. the, the, it's, it's it's more like two thousand and sixteen. It's shaping.
1: Well, you look at you look at those teams that are sitting there at the moment, and they're only obviously by points and for and against. They're ahead of the Broncos, and um, I mean the two shakies there really uh, in that top eight of the Eels. Oh, um, this is above the Broncos yeah, on twenty the bro- points.
0: They're, they're hot and cold, aren't they? The yeah, Eels.
1: they are. And. They're the ones you think, and, and the Knights probably sit in that category, even though they're, they're probably, you know, they're, their form's been pretty good as well. But um, Poor lately. They've yeah, had a losing lately, streak. Poor lately, but the thing is, um, they're the ones that you'd be looking at topping, you know, uh, relying on them having a few losses and, um, you know, getting up in there and solidifying yourself in that eight.
0: Well, if we go back three weeks, the, the Broncos were staring down the barrel of a loss to the Sharks in the second half, and they would have gone six points outside the eight. So here we are three weeks later. They obviously came back and won that game. Yeah. Here we are three weeks later, and they're just one point outside the eight. So that's how quickly it can turn. And if you get on a losing streak, like we've seen the Sharks and the Knights do, you can you can fall out of the eight or get close to falling out of it like the Knights. Or if you, in the case of the Broncos, you can pick up, yeah. as they have done, uh, five competition points, and, and instead of being six, outside the 8 they're 1
1: it makes for good footy going forward and um, you know something for the spectator to look forward to
0: it is it certainly is it's going to be fascinating and I think it's going to go right down to the last round which is ideal um, for interest in in the NRL especially post origin Uh, there's a lot riding on every game as there always is of course but in particular now where teams, it's all about winning. Oh, the other, oh, yeah, it's not yeah. how you win, is it? It's whether Let's you win. go to the
1: other end of the table and how impressive, uh, Melbourne Storm. Um, I think they're now uh, six points ahead, aren't they?
0: Um, they are. They're six points ahead and they've got a great four and against yeah, so, of, the, of the Rabbitohs, six points. Know, ahead. Of them. Once
1: again, they're showing how dominant they are as a club.
0: They are. They've they been an amazing story. Um, obviously, every year we have Coach of the Year, uh, the Dally M Coach of the Year, uh, Craig Bellamy, I don't think he's won a lot in the last seven or eight years, but he could easily win it every year. Well, yeah, <laughs> there's, it, what, for, with, there's every what he
1: reason he wouldn't get it this year. Being the, where they end up, and all, you know, more than likely, depending on how things go, they'll end up minor premiers. Um, mm. And then favourites for the grand final. I mean, with all the players he's lost over the last couple of years, wouldn't it warrant being um, you know coach of the year?
0: Yeah, I guess so. I, I think, it, to me, I think Bennett's done a great job, and Des has done a fantastic job uh, at, at Manly. Yeah, he's definitely. turned that club around. So there's a few guys there that you could look at and say, well, they're in contention. Uh, look, you, all three of them have done fantastic jobs with their clubs. Well, we'll look at the first game on the on the calendar uh, for this week's NRL round, and it's uh, the Sharks hosting the Cowboys. Both coming off um, narrow losses. Yeah. Sharks. Um, Sharks are in all sorts. They are, aren't they? <laughs> they they lost <laughs> by a field goal. They really the Warriors dominated that game. Uh, it should have probably won a lot easier. It's tribute to the Sharks that they hung in. Uh, the Cowboys had that game on toast against South up there but they oh. South Sydney came back with three late tries to yeah. to win. So this I think the loser of this this, this is like a semi final seven weeks early. This game yeah. at Points Bet Stadium.
1: It is, you know, and I, I think they both got a lot to play for and you know, unfortunately I I think for the Cowboys I, I thought they were they were pretty good last week, but they did they lost that game, uh, against South and um, they're down there, they're away, uh, so it's going to be a bit tough. make that a little bit tougher, and I think Cronulla, uh, they've got a lot of stuff going on internally, and um, they, they want to come out in front of their home crowd, because they're losing faith a bit of faith there as well, so they really need to come out and perform.
0: Well they do, they've got Josh Dugan coming in uh, for Matt Moylan at fullback, uh, uh, Andrew Fafita is obviously suspended, so he's... He's not playing. There's no no Michael Morgan again. These concussions kept him out of the um, the squad to face Cronulla. He's not even on the 20-man 21-man um, uh, extended bench, so he won't be there. Uh, it's but they've they've had two contrasting games. Cowboys, haven't they? They were so good against the Roosters, and, and Jay Jake Clifford had his best game. Yeah. Last week he, he wasn't able to ice that game and I guess you expect that for someone that's so young they're going to have moments where they're very good and we know how talented he is and then other moments where they just can't yeah, get they, their team over the line and we saw Reynolds do that for Rabbits.
1: Yeah, exactly and, and that's what you need and he obviously, as you said, he's a young player he's maturing into that role. Uh, he'll be in and out of games and that, that just comes with age and maturity. So, uh, look, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go for an upset here uh, even though, um, you know, we're down there, Sharks. I think the Sharks just have a lot more going on uh, than we know. I mean, you can sort of feel it. I think the Cowboys will go down there and, and, and get up a win.
0: They've still got a very good pack, the Cowboys, yeah, they haven't do. they? Yeah, It's going to be a great battle between these um, the, these two forward packs. I, I, I do think the Sharks are going to have a lot, lot to prove here that they need to turn their season around and play more. I think Paul Gallon said something like Sharks football, and we know what that is. It's, it, it, it's even when they're not on song, just being in your face all well, the
1: time. I, I think as a club and a team, and you know, someone needs to probably call out um, Andrew Fafita too on his discipline. And so, he, with him out of missing games this year, I mean, they do miss him. Uh, he's a he's a vital cog. And then he comes up with these, you know, ill-disciplined actions, and you know, finds himself on the sideline. You know, you'd like to think someone's really getting
0: in his ear, telling him to pull his head in. Mm. Well, he has had issues with this in the past, and there was no need for what he did the other night. Sharks were ahead by two, and, yeah. and to give away a penalty, it just it invited the Warriors back into the game, and ultimately uh, Blake Green landed his first yeah. uh, field goal, I think, of his career, to yeah, to, right. to get them over the line. Okay, another team that's on the slide at the moment is the Newcastle Knights, and and they're hosting the West Tigers, who copped an absolute <laughs> raz from their coach um, last week for their performance mm. against the Canberra Raiders. Uh, it wasn't good. I didn't think, <clears throat> and I, d- I don't think the the Knights were, were impressive either. They they got their bottom smacked by um, the Roosters, especially back into the yeah, game.
1: Yeah, oh, it was a back end of the game. I mean, look, they they are in the fight. Um, they had opportunities, and they did. They blew them the Knights, un- unfortunately, and that was early on. And uh, but that second half was just dominated, obviously, by the Roosters. And um, you know, this is this is going to be you know West Tigers Knights. I mean, it can go either way.
0: Uh, it's at, it's at Newcastle.
1: Yeah, it is at Newcastle, and, and I think with if you know they've got most of their players on board, I'll be leaning towards the Knights. I think for this one, the West. I thought they were they had you know spots in their game they were good, but were, you know others that they're just very ill disciplined as well.
0: Well, Corey Thompson does return from an ankle injury um, for the West Tigers at fullback, so we've got Moses by going back to the centres. Michael Cheekham to the back row. I, I do think he he's been a wonderful player for West Tigers this West Tigers this year. Corey Thompson. I think that that's a big boost to them. That the Knights are unchanged. Um, I, I do think the Knights really do need to find uh, that uh, cohesion that they had in the past with their spine, which worked worked so yes. well. At the mm-hmm. moment they've got Ponga, Man, Pearson, and Danny Levi there, they, they, they just didn't. Um, I don't know. There's something just missing at the moment with the Knights. Look, they're almost playing once again without the confidence that they had I, at the start of the year, and then they turned that around on that streak. So they they haven't really returned to that form. Well, you know, that they it, had six-game winning streak. No
1: time like the present. They really need to get back to that. Uh, whatever they did back when they turned it around, uh, you know, at the start of the season, or, uh, they really need to find that again. Uh, I mean, they, they got the team. They can do it. They got. They're playing with confidence. We see what they've done um, you know, with their strike players, and they've they got a good back line, So, um, you know, it, even outside of Ponga. So they've they really got to go back to, uh, to where that was and, and try and get that back.
0: Well, their finals hopes are hanging by a thread here now. Uh, four or five weeks ago, they were looking at a possible top-four yeah. finish. Now they're looking over their shoulder. Uh, and They lose this game, and they could be overtaken and lose their spot in the eight. The um, the other Friday night game is the South Sydney Rabbitohs uh, hosting the Dragons. It's a great history this match has, has always had going way back. Uh, it's at ANZ Stadium. Um, Wayne has named Wayne Bennett's named the same 17, which um, came from behind to beat the Cowboys last weekend. Uh, Sam Burgess and Tom Burgess not far away. They're both in the reserves. Uh, I believe Tom's more of a chance. Um, to play in this game than, than, than Sam is. The big news for the Dragons is that w- we saw that night here early on in the season. Uh, Steve, I think you might have been there when the Dragons uh, lost... Oh, sorry, beat the Broncos, but Gareth mm. Witter, um suffered a dislocated shoulder. But he's back. That's yeah. a, that's huge news um, for the Dragons. He's back at 5'8". Corey Norman's gone back to fullback. The Dragons have a simple ultimatum. But they can't lose from here on in.
1: Well that's the thing I mean they they're probably out of everyone and in fortunately for for Mary McGregor they they got a lot to lose right across uh the park uh, at the moment if you listen to what's going on at the club so they are under the pump Joel but um I, I'm not sure I th- I think they they're in a hole in a lot of areas in that at that club and that's it's a big hole to get out of I I'm going to lean towards the rabbits um in this one I, I even with, with a back, you know, first game back, he's been out for a while as well. So, you know, it'll take him a couple of games to settle in. And um, you know, I was I was going to ask you know what's going on with the mighty dragons. Um, what what what's your take on them?
0: Well, it's it's got me beat uh, really. Uh, I, I honestly don't know what the problem is with them. Uh, I'm sure Paul McGregor would love to know. Um, we've seen James Graham speak this week. You just said it's a, as a collective group, they're just not gelling, not doing their jobs. Uh, you look at the forward pack they have: Graham, Sims, Frizzell, Vaughan, and McInnes and Laurie. Oh, okay. That's a very good forward pack. There's no reason why that forward pack can't win more games than they lose. And when you look at the spine they have in this game, Norman, Widdup, and Hunt. It's yeah. it's, a, it's a very good side, and and uh, some very good outside backs you know, in Aiken. And Lomax. Um, well, so, you know, look, it, I don't I don't know what the answer is, but it's not good enough. Well, it's got to be no, personal, that, Joel.
1: Mate. It's got to really come down, it's got to be personal for them. And, um, we, we saw um, Joy Arrow saying the same thing about the Titans, you know. It's, it's around making the pack and we've got to play for each other, but we all got to put in. Um, you know, there's certain players who aren't, there's certain players who aren't. I mean, and, and they're probably, that changes every week for the Dragons, um, but it's just not consistent across the park. Um, and you know whether they don't have faith in what they've been told to do. I mean, there's so many scenarios that could be going on there. And as you say, on paper, what a you know amazing looking team, but uh, they just seem to drop out of it at the moment.
0: Well, Tyson Frizzell and Paul Vaughan. I don't believe they have played well for the Dragons in the same way they played well for New South Wales. Yeah, and that and they're they're better than that. I believe that they're better players than that. We've seen them. I, I thought they were outstanding for New South Wales, but we haven't seen them in that sort of form for the Dragons uh, of late. Um, you know, Tim Tyson Brazel is obviously some talk about him. Um, you know, not not being entirely happy there. I'm not quite sure what the the, the, the real story there is. He, he hasn't looked himself the last couple of weeks. I didn't think. Mm. That's my take on him.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he, he has been a bit off the ball. I mean, I'm, that's another thing. We're not sure whether it's injury wise or there is talk. I mean, you know. Wayne's just up the road, he he, he doesn't mind Tyson Frizzell, he might be trying to get him up there. He wants everyone at the Roosters.
0: Wayne? <laughs> I, no, he wants everyone at the... Oh, no, sorry, at the,
1: at, the, at the Rabbits. I haven't heard anything about Wayne and Tyson Frizzell, <laughs> no. Steve. Uh, you just know. Pick, I'm just picking on Wayne.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, when we do look at origin and players that have come back to play well for their clubs, Cameron Murray... Yeah, how good is he? Uh, oh, last yeah. week against the Cowboys, he was so instrumental. Uh, when he was on the field um, at the back end of that game, he, he decided, oh, "I'm going to win this game for us," and he, yeah. he came up with a magic play. He, he's one of the he's most. A, he's a talented, machine, isn't he? <laughs> Talented, um, committed, best footballers I've seen in a long time. Yeah, and he's not a big man.
1: He's not a big man, but he's got that. He's got that build about him. You know, he's, he. He's big, but he's not. He's just. He's just a terror. You know, he just gets around the place and he gives 100 percent. And he's always trying to break the line. It's not about just oh, I'll just settle a, a ball up here as a forward and and take the tackle. Um, but sometimes you you have to have that as part of your game plan. But you know, I remember Wayne used to talk about the forwards. You know, yep. But you know, you got to be trying to at least push through that line and bending it. Um, he does it all the time.
0: He does. A remarkable player, and uh, I, I think he's the form forward in the competition at the moment. yeah, uh, he, he, he really is a standout for Souths and, and he's winning them games, keeping them in games. And, and we saw once again last week Adam Reynolds, uh, yeah. his game management was a cut above. When, yeah, it, when, it, when that, it came that, time for, for, for Souths to come up with something special, he, he delivered a lovely little kick uh, that uh, they, Dan yeah. that guy was able to score off. He just showed that great control. Uh, yeah, Wayne got a, must love coaching he's, he's yeah. got a good
1: head on him and that's what you mm. want in those press, pressure situations he he does come through and um, you know I love the way he plays and he's got a, as I said he's got a cool head and coming into this end of the season that's what you want and you know that's why I think out of these two for this game this weekend you've got to go with the Rabbits
0: yes yeah, so I'm tipping the Rabbit-O's and, and also the, the two home teams from the previous two games I, yeah. I sorry I forgot to put my tip in there but I, I believe the Sharks too strong for the Cowboys and also the Knights at home, although not with any great confidence uh, over the West Tigers. But, yeah, I'd I'd like to be able to tip the Dragons. I can't on current form. Saturday afternoon at Bankwest Stadium, uh, the the Parramatta Reels, and they're a very hot and cold side. um, Former Panther Wunga Blake's going to make his debut. Um, With uh, Josh Hoffman shifting to the wing So um, Blake Ferguson And uh, Sean Lane are still out injured So they do miss them uh, The Warriors have that beast of a winger Ken <laughs> Mamalo back Boy he's a big man isn't he <laughs> Yeah, He's like a, it, Imagine on
1: that oh. him, oh. the,
0: the Warriors back three Just incredible um, Unfortunately they don't have David Fusatua This this time either But uh, they've got Mamalo back And he, he's someone that Regularly seems to be making huge amounts of meters. He's a go-to man for them. It's a, this is a big game for Parramatta. Um, well, they, you know, they would have had their eye on the top four, they've just got to make sure they make the top eight now.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's. I think it's a big game for both the teams, Joel. It's, oh, um, for the
0: Warriors for certain, they've got to keep winning. Yeah, they've got to keep winning. And and Seventeen points, just three behind Parramatta.
1: Yeah, so I mean, they've both got everything to play for. Um, look, I. I think the Warriors, you know, they're thereabouts, and but they're, they're they're probably a little bit above what we say is a typical uh, Warriors season, which is good for them. I, I think um, they're keeping the majority of their players, you know, on, on the field, and but they're actually, I think they're building not too bad running this end of the season, and I'll go for an upset here, and uh, I think they'll they go at the Bank West, and I know as everyone's saying, it's a it's a hard place for everyone to win, since, but um, I, I think the Warriors will will get get the Eels
0: I'm with you here I think the Warriors are going to be desperate to win this game their, their, their form on the road has not been too bad actually this year they've, they've, they've performed uh, quite well in recent times with that draw <coughs> at um, Suncorp Stadium and all, and the win at Newcastle uh, I, I'm with you I, I think there's some doubt over Cody Nicorima and his ankle that would be a big loss if he's not there mm. I just find the Eels very hard to predict what they're going to do um I always believe Mitchell Moses when he yeah. has a big game the, the eels usually win yeah, it all it
1: all does um you know heard me up from him he's uh but you sometimes you just don't know well he doesn't know <laughs> what, what's happening that's just where he's at with his with his footy at the moment um there's another personal thing there too Steve Kearney going back um you know used to coach the uh, the eels so he'd be wanting to get a win
0: he will he will want me wanting to get a win. This is the time of the year when the Warriors often fall away. Uh, I spoke to Roger tuivasa after the uh, draw against the Broncos, and he was very determined that that wasn't going to happen this year. Yeah. That they weren't going to have one of those late-season fadeouts because they're often in this position, yeah, where they're close to the eight well, they, or they, in the eight, and then they fade. Oh,
1: that's what it's, I I think this team, what we've seen this year, I think they're a bit above that. That's why I think they'll they'll win this, and they'll. I reckon they can they can hold on to their you know, being in that top eight, I'm hoping, for the rest of the season.
0: OK. Um, th- that's the first game <clears throat> on Saturday, that one at Bank West at three o'clock. The, the South East Queensland derby awaits on uh, Saturday night. Uh, you you did a promo. Yeah. Uh, th- you're playing, is that right, No, Steve? no, the I've, I've,
1: I've hung the boots up, Joel. I'm actually quasi-coach, so...
0: So what's going on? What's so, the curtain-raiser to so this w- game?
1: We did it last year, and it's a deadly choices initiative. Um, obviously, with the partnership with the Titans. So this is a Titans partnership uh, game. So we got an old boys match prior. Uh, they called it, they called it legends game, but I, I I'll go. i stick with old boys. Um, so they got the old boys Titans playing, uh, the deadly choices, old boys, Broncos. Uh, and I played in this match last year. I, I captained the team to a win last year. Um, <laughs> now, now I've, I've slipped up the coach. Um, so I've rested rest, so, rest the legs. I didn't come up too well after the
0: game last year. So you're not captain coach, you're just coach? <laughs> just coach. Okay. Apparently
1: they're going to have some boots here for me, but no, I don't think so. But, uh,
0: so who's playing this game? Is, uh, yeah, well, yeah, we've
1: well, we got, uh, we got the Broncos. I mean, where do you start? we got Petra Sivinacila, we've got Brad Thorne. We've got it all happening, you know. We've got the Chris Walker playing, we've got the Berrigan boys. Uh, we're not very loaded, this team. And mind you, they still look like guess they can still run out for the NRL, these boys. So that was always good uh, with, with them last year. But, uh, you know, Titans obviously got Preston Campbell. He carved us up last year. But Where's Bronco, Scotty Prince playing? Isn't yeah, he? no, Prince, he's playing for the Broncos. Because he, 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 he's got, you know, Chris Walker's the same. He's playing for the Broncos. They could play for both. But um, you you got to understand with the uh, the teams, and that's what I found I struggled with last year is, Uh, We're older. The old boys for the Broncos are older and the Titans are a lot younger. So they go a lot... (laughs) They're a bit more serious. It was very hard not to get get in the mix.
0: Well, Scott Prince, he's obviously a wonderful touch player uh, and he looks like he could run out and play NRL any day of the week. Uh, He's the fittest... Player, I would say, on the field in this game. Yeah. I don't know who else is oh, playing, but I'd put my oh, money Sean, on him.
1: Sean Berrigan, you've seen him run around lately. He, he looks he looks fitter than what he was when he was playing. Oh, okay. I haven't seen Sean Sean. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Anthony LaFranchi is on the other side, so haven't heard that name for a while. So he's playing for the Titans. Um, you know, and uh, Matt Schramer, I, I was with Matty yesterday. He was, he was there at the Titans. Uh, I think Brenton Bowen, there you go, there's a last on the play. He's one of our Deadly Choices ambassadors now.
0: Is the King play? the king <laughs> he'd be torn wouldn't he <laughs> what about choppy close he's a former gold coast player yeah no uh, like to see him out in the centres yeah oh it's funny they uh, he's not a titan of course but he was. Did he, he actually worked no, for the he, he, he was a giant wasn't he? he he was a gold coast giant, giant i think yeah. that's right he I was, he was yeah. yeah i
1: played against him in a reserve great match i'm pretty sure uh, when I was playing on the reserve grade for the for the Bronx that would have been 89 i'd say he was still playing yeah um so yeah so no you never no they might roll him out he's he, he doesn't have those big legs anymore choppy uh, so it might be a bit easier to tackle <laughs> so um, yeah so look this is I, I think you go this it's going to be a great initiative but back to the two teams i, I unfortunately you know brisbane are going to be Rubbing their hands together. We're talking about the NRL now. Yeah, we? yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got right <laughs> off that other, but but it is a great initiative. And as I said, this is an initiative that was, uh, you know, obviously a partnership with Deadly Choices, but also uh, the Gold Coast Titans have, have been really great uh, as partners uh, with with Deadly Choices.
0: Okay. Well, we better. T- it's great to talk about those old guys yeah. and what they're doing. Um, and like you said, so so many of them are so fit yeah. and and healthy and uh, great to see. Uh, Preston and Scotty Prince playing uh, down at Seabus um, Super Stadium again, albeit on opposite teams. <laughs> but this is a huge game for the Broncos. Uh, they they welcome Matt Gillett back from injury. Uh, Thomas Flegler is out with suspension. Um, the Titans obviously are going through some uh, turbulent times at the moment uh, off the field. They've, they've recently sacked their coach and they're looking for a new one. Uh, there's some interesting team news here with the Titans. Tyrone Peachy um, he's been named to come back from a pectoral injury And the England centre, Callum Watkins Is going to play his first game for the Titans okay. That's that's massive for the Gold Coast Titans He's a wonderful player So he's going to be lining up in the centres I'm really looking forward to um, watching him play Because I'll yep. be down there for this for this game for NRL.com the, the Titans ambushed the Broncos last time here at Suncorp Stadium It's, it's been interesting the last couple of years The Broncos have lost at Suncorp Stadium and, and, and last year they went down to the Titans and they well, tore them apart. Tore them apart. They, they, they can't afford to lose this game if they're serious about making the eight um, but the way they've been playing lately, they seem to be building. I thought the forwards for the Broncos last week, I know they beat the Roosters, that was a wonderful game but working in tandem I thought that just worked a treat the way I, the Broncos the starting forwards with Haas leading the way in Lodge. Yeah. and Lodge, then the bench guys came on made an impact. The, the Ed, edge edge and was, it's,
1: was great. It's really come together for them, and and that's where it starts. And we've talked about this pack for the last couple of years and how they're going to mature into the role. Very much they're there at the moment. I, I think they've hit that mark, and they just got to go out and do the same thing. They Don't do anything different. Um, you know, they're, they're playing a, a lesser side out of. Uh, you know, uh, compared to other teams they've played, so you know they'll go out and do the same thing. I think we'll, I think the Broncos will comfortably get this one. Uh, I just can't see, because um, I, I can just imagine, um, you know, without being too complacent, uh, that they'll, they'll go down there and do the job,
0: you know, on their, their sister club. It is a danger game though for Broncos, isn't it? This sort of game, it, we've seen even last year there was games they lost that we weren't expecting them to lose. And and they've done it this year. Uh, they had a, an off night against the, yeah. an off day against the Titans. They weren't expected to lose. They were really expected to win that game. Like, it, does it loom as a danger game for Brisbane? I don't think so. You don't I mean, think it does? No,
1: I don't. I really don't think so. Just where they're at at the moment, I I, I don't see it. I, I just see a team up here that's got confidence. Um, we've got a great forward pack, enthusiastic. Um, you know, I just don't see it. You know, look at. Tony Staggs, stags look at look at his game last week so happy to see him playing the footy he's matured you know he, he got been brought into the team uh, he's been a quick mature in the team he, he's playing like a, a like a veteran he just goes about his job so uh, nonchalant he just knows what he's got to do um, mm. got a big rap on him um, I, I just think uh, with our forward pack we, we will just dominate and we'll open it up for our backs
0: Do you see this the way you're talking, there's a good mood around the Broncos at the moment, um, you, obviously the old boys you had that barbecue last week mm. before the Canterbury game uh, Anthony Seibold uh, is welcoming the old boys in, they seem to be having a really good influence on the players when you talk to them, Peter Ryan was there yeah. uh, on Tuesday uh, just overseeing no, no, he, he was there for personal development he told me but the, the, the guys... He'd be given the, 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 little tips. And yeah, little tips, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, Seguiaro w- was was really happy yeah. um, to see him. He, he actually coached James Seguiaro when he was young uh, at the at the Cowboys, and he was talking about you know the, the defensive mindset he, he instilled in him. So there's a good feeling around the Broncos. Can they go on a run, Stephen? make the eight? Well, the, the,
1: if this is any good a time as any coming up against the Titans. This is where they need the run. This is where they really want that run into the finals. You know, we we talk about that, uh, you know, coaches talk about it. If you're playing the footy that they are at the moment and they can have these wins, what a great position to be in. Mm.
0: Do you see them doing that? I
1: do. Uh, I, I just, as I said, it was going to take this pack a little while to... to a, Mature, adjust, get used to each other's game. They did it last week. There's no reason why they can't go down there. Um, you know, take a personal uh, against the Titans and do the same thing.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm tipping the Broncos. I can't see, can't see um, the Titans winning that game. Okay, there's a blockbuster. This is a game that really, you, it's got a great history. Uh, we talk about rivalries. Well, the Melbourne Storm uh, hosting the Manly Sea Eagles at Amy Park. And go back to those grand finals that these two clubs played yeah. um, in the in the two thousands. Um, Melbourne won one of them. Uh, Manly won one of them. Uh, it was a great rivalry, and it still exists because the two coaches are the same two that were there then: yeah. uh, Craig Bellamy and, and Des Hasler. Different but teams, obviously, um, but Cameron Smith was part of all that. He's still there. Uh, Melbourne, uh, they weren't. That impre- they did enough like Bellamy rested a lot of players last week And they did the job on the Titans uh, Manly It was interesting to listen to um, Tom Travojevic speak about the Manly's win over Parramatta He said we played well for 60 minutes mm. But we didn't for 20 and, and they won't be able to get away with that um, no. Down at Amy Park They've got to play well for the whole game um, There's a bit of a to and fro With the Melbourne Storm Vinavala is out He's suspended uh, Ato Carr's back um, from injury, so that's uh, that's good for them. And Des has got the same team that that was too good for Parramatta, but we got but Munster geez. and Co back for the yeah, uh, they're they're Nordstrom. back.
1: They are they are back. But uh, gee, as you say, this is a cracker. Uh, you just look at the lineup that Manly are going to put out against this team against the Melbourne Storm, and um, you know across the park they are possibly uh, obviously. Except for the hooker position in, in Cam Smith, um, they you know really they, they cancel each other out, and yet they're more, they're probably even more dominant in some areas. Manly, uh, to be honest, when you look at the two teams for this year, so this is going to be a cracker, a bit torn up. I'm just going to obviously with uh, you know the storm, it's at home. Um, that's what I think will get them over the line, um, and and the got you know they're going to be. A, Fresh, had, a few of them had a week off, so they'll be raring to
0: go. Hmm. I'm I'm tipping the Melbourne Storm here. I, I I I don't agree that the these two teams cancel each other out. I well, still, in, in certain certain yeah. Areas, no, yeah. I see what you're saying. I guess George you know, George Tafuwa has is probably got an edge over Shandor uh, Earl uh, and Travoyevich is obviously both the a better player than Jerome. here you could go through. There's some great matchups here. Yeah. You are right. Actually, there is some great matchups. I still think Storm a uh, a better side uh everywhere uh yep. and I, I'm tipping them to win. But it yeah. should be a belter of a game. There's there's no doubt about that.
1: Yeah, uh, exactly. I'm looking forward to this one and uh, but you know, this is what this is what the both coaches, this is what Craig Bellamy you know, this is what he looks forward to. Uh, the, these are the challenges and you know, he takes them on head, you know, head first and
0: Well, Bellamy's got two. There's great rivalries here. There's obviously this game and then the following week Melbourne comes to Brisbane. Yeah. And um, I believe that Craig does froth at the mouth, I've been told, <laughs> when the Broncos are around. I was having a chat to Sam he just casually <laughs> at Broncos training, and he said even for trial games, uh, when he was down <laughs> at Melbourne, he noticed a difference in Craig when he was playing the Broncos.
1: And we, we used to have the same with Wayne when we used to come up against Canberra. And, uh, but we always used to and I think Craig Bellamy was around then as our trainer, and we used to, Wayne sort of warned, not told, told the senior group, he said, look, let me know if I'm overcoaching. Because that's what happens. They overcoach. They they seem to think they have got to go longer at training them. And we just go, look, you know, KFC's shut, Wayne. It's time to go home. <laughs> <laughs> that was Alf and Kirby's call. <laughs> <laughs> so you Is know, that right?
0: So Bennett used to really train you hard ahead of a yeah, Canberra game. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, so obviously because of history there and Tim Sheens and um, so yeah. So we just have to call, call him up on it, and I'm sure the th- same thing happens down there with Melbourne.
0: Mm, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, well, it's going to be a belter. There's no doubt about that. Uh, it'd be great to see those two teams playing each other again in the final series, uh, and that, that could well work out. I'm not sure if Manly can make the top four uh, and finish fourth, but that's what they'll have their eye on. That's for sure. And, and a confrontation with Melbourne. I'm yeah. sure Des, if you said to Des now, we're going to give you a fourth spot in and in a trip to Amy Park um, for, for game one of the final series, he'd take it. That'd be because that would mean that he's, um, his team has uh, probably taken Canberra or the Roosters' spot in, in the top uh, four. Well, the Roosters starting a warm-up last week in the back half of that game. They looked, they looked dynamite. Um, they're up against the Bulldogs at ANZ Stadium on, uh, on Sunday at 2 o'clock. Boy, it's yeah. hard to see. Anything <laughs> you know, the yeah, honestly, anything.
1: you know you see this one going one way. <laughs> I shouldn't say it like that because you know it is rugby league. But uh, yeah, G's are red hot um, last week in that second half. What did they eight tries they ran in? Was this something. a triathlon? It was a triathlon, and you know you got the same old, same old uh, doing the job for them. And but they played some really good, you know, expansive rugby league, and that's what you want to see.
0: Well, I was a bit disappointed for. Uh, Jake Friend suffering another yeah. um, arm injury and th- that means Victor Radley's uh, back at hooker old Jake Friend can't take a trick uh, he, he's probably the, the best player in modern times not to have played origin that should have yeah. not not that he should have taken Cameron Smith's position but that was just timing but this year I'm, I'm sure he was right in the frame to be um, the Maroons hooker but he, he sort of begs a question but, you know? did and he, he's out now again. Did he come back too early from this
1: injury um, I think there was a break on, on a pin or a screw I think and um, that could, that can still happen because yeah, sometimes you just don't they stay in forever so mm. that's just very unlucky. The, you've had them haven't you? This oh story? well I, I've had the same in my, my forearm. so I've, I've still got the pin in there but then um, you're looking at I broke it in 2000 oh, sorry 1999 and then 2004 I come back uh, for EC and Brizzy and it breaks on the last screw, <laughs> so through impact. Um, so while you've got the, the the metal sitting in your, you know, keeping your bones here and you've got screws, it's always a weak point. Mm. So unfortunately for him, I think that's what I've heard that's happened.
0: Okay, but, uh, but he he didn't have he didn't have that in there before, did he, or, or not? I, I don't no, know. That,
1: that was that, I think that I don't know whether that came out of. Um, whether he had it before, or that was out of that last injury.
0: OK, well, whatever's happened there, um, he, he's out, and uh, it's, a, it's a big shame for, for no, the game and for him because uh, I'm sure the Roosters, ideally, they would like to have Victor Radley where he should be um, and not at hooker, but he, he's done a pretty good job there in the past. Yeah. Um, the Bulldogs were, were were resilient last week against the Broncos. They were certainly on the back foot a lot of the time uh, yeah. with their kicking, that they weren't able to get any real territory, and, and look, the Kieran Foran's hamstring uh, could keep him out of this game. He's been named on the in, on the reserves list. I think he plays such a big role for any team he plays in because he's so direct and he gets you on the front foot. And I think that 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 wasn't happening last week. Yeah. They're, they're young halves; these two guys. They're yeah. going to learn as they go. Jack Jack, Jack Cogran and Lachlan Lewis is 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 named into halfback, so he's come yeah, back it's, from an injury ankle injury but th- these guys are in the formative stages of their careers.
1: Yeah they are and you know up against Kiri and Cromp so <laughs> well yeah have a look at that so yeah as i say roosters definitely to win this one yeah but um, you know they'll they'll, they'll show a good standing and um hopefully take it to the roosters.
0: Okay I'm tipping the roosters as well. The final game of the round is an is an absolute humdinger again. It's Panthers up against the Raiders. Hmm. Once again, we've got great rivalry here, going right back into the um, early '90s, uh, late '80s, uh, early '90s. Of course, these two teams played each other uh, yeah. twice in the early '90s in grand finals, uh, for one win, one winner piece. And it's, it's at it's at Penrith. This is the this is the form team of the competition outside of Melbourne, the Penrith Panthers. They won't have Villami Kikow because he's um, he's been suspended. Yes. They're going to miss him. And the Raiders, of course, just go from strength to strength. That Josh Papali, yeah. in the last, he's had some of the best games of his career just of late. He, his Origin game for the Maroons in Game Three was amazing. What he did last week for the Raiders was was inspirational. He must have read read our column. Well, yeah, I think. Sure. Did you give him a, <laughs> no, r- a <laughs> razz? No no, no. no, no, I
1: just he has. He's just come out with the form. Obviously, I think he got a razz from Ricky. Um, around that time, We just
0: said he was still sore from a sprayer that he copped up there. Yeah, in, yeah. Uh, Darwin. He, but he Darwin. just Darwin. he
1: just needed to, um, you know, click in and show that he, he's aggressive and he can, you know, need the lead from the front. And he's he's really done that. You know, I was, watched him last week and just some of the, you know, taking, you know, you know, two rucks in, in the one set and you
0: know he did
1: that multiple times and making good
0: yardage. Hmm. Well, they're a team that's I think a genuine um, final yeah. threat. Uh, the Raiders. Although I think the other aspect to their play, which I think Ricky would like to see change, he has spoken about them not being ruthless enough at times. Yes, uh, he was very happy, I think, with the way they they showed grit in the second half last week. But they had an opportunity in the first half to, to put the foot down and they didn't. Uh, so he's after that ruthless, a ruthless streak in his team. I don't. I think all, all Ivan Cleary would want is more of the same yeah. from, from the from the, from the Panthers, the way they're going about their business. Uh, that they look very good, don't they? They, they do and, and their their football, their sets, some of their you would have you would have loved some of the way they play they're playing yeah. their shape looks really yeah, good. Yeah, and they,
1: no. they do. And uh, you, you like that and it, it I don't know where it where it's been, but uh so you know it's it's came back come back obviously and um, you know, they're playing some really good rugby league and that's what you want to see. They they've got a great team uh, that can do that. Um it, it this will be a tough one, um, but uh, the fact that they're they're there at Penrith. Um, for me, I'm going to lean towards the, the Panthers. Mm,
0: so am I. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tip the Panthers here, although I do think uh, Kikau's absence is, is going to hurt. But um, they look like a team that's on a roll, oh, and they're going to be hard to beat because it's going to look like it's happening for them with, yeah. the, way, with the way they play footy. Yeah. It, it, it it's funny, all looks it, in it, sync. It's, 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 it's so... It's so um, they are gelling so well with their plays. It you know, it makes really you, it's really impressive. Yeah, you
1: know, it's rugby league but it's a lot of sports, you know. You sort of go at the start of the scene, where was that? You know, and all of a sudden when you find that, I, I remember, you know, Wayne talking about this sort of thing too. So you, you, you work hard and you'll find it and then you don't know it's really hard to pinpoint where it where it came from. But mm-hmm. it comes from a lot of hard work and, and staying on track and this is what's happened with them. So um, obviously they had to change a coach. Um, that that can happen too. I think that's similar to what's happened at Brisbane. Uh, it can be a bit of a, a shift on how what you're used to over the last couple of years, and then all of a sudden you get the new coach and a new staff in. It just takes a team a little while. Penrith probably sitting, um, you know, similar to Brisbane. Brisbane is starting to click into Anthony Seabold's way. I think Penrith are uh, probably doing the same. Mm.
0: Yeah, I, I honestly uh, believe that um, Penrith. Uh, uh, I remember on NRL.com we had to tip. The team that we thought would come into the eight, hmm. and um, I did tip the Broncos. Uh, I think you tip uh, Penrith, but uh, you know, if I'd had my time again, I would. I would have said two teams to come into the eight because yeah. Penrith weren't in the eight at the time, and and I I do think that they'll stay there uh, now, and I, I can see the Broncos uh, also coming into the yeah, top definitely. eight. All right, Steve. Well, thanks very much um, for your time today. Um, obviously. Uh, the Gold Coast Titans still having to make a big decision, I'm not sure when that will, will come, I don't think it will come in the, in the, the next well, 24 mate, it, hours it, it, or anything it, it like could, that.
1: It could come after the Legends game, um, after they see what I do with this team as a coach you never know, I might get the call up sorry Walker boys
0: <laughs> You're throwing your hat in the ring, Steve so, yeah. No, not a chance Not a chance I was waiting for some sort of uh, Revelation there a Revelation. What would come after the, um, the, the pre-game Yes Entertainment yes. <laughs> I'll tell you what If uh, Scott Prince ever wanted to go into coaching I think he I've watched him uh, He's very good I've watched him coach uh, The, the uh, under-20s Queensland side Unfortunately they didn't win that game For them But the, I was really impressed With the way he went about uh, coaching with Paul Dyer also obviously yeah. coached the women's t- the Broncos yeah. women's team to a, a grand final victory last year, but um, he, he was very good with the young fellows and he had the moves really, their the backline moves. Very impressed. Mm. Um, I think he, he he could be a coach. I'm not, not sure if he wants to be, but uh, 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 in an NRL system, I, I think yeah. he'd go okay.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, he's got a good head. I, I had, a, you know, I've done a bit of work with Princey with Deadly Choices, and um, you know. We, we, Last time we were together, we had a chat on the plane. He was just talking to me about a few things, and I thought oh, he knows what he's talking about. You know, mm. you can tell uh, when you're around people that they do know exactly what they're talking about. So I was pretty impressed as well.
0: So the Walker brothers as the coaches of the Titans and Scott Prince as one of the co coaches. Is that is that where oh, they're Oh, you,
1: you know, Shane, Ben, you know, when you get the role, um, you know, I,
0: you know I,
1: I've been known to throw a few uh, pointers in round back. So don't forget your <laughs> old mate pearl
0: <laughs> okay well let's uh, look yeah you and i both believe the walkers are the men yeah men for the job at the titans um i've, I've um, had a lot to do with them over the last decade i do think that they would be great fit they're, for, they're, for the gold coast titans on every level
1: on every level and i reckon they're a talent as as a coach and duo. i really do i i, I, I truly believe i'm not saying that just because they're, they're mates of mine but if you know them and you've seen what they're doing I think it's it's Second to none, and, and it's different. It's dynamic, and I, I love it. I, yeah. I love this.
0: Well, I think I think there's, there's been too much made of the way they play football. You look at their win rate; it's very high. Yeah. Um, and also the, their man management and, yeah. and their club, well, that's a big ma- their thing. club management skills, which obviously they both have their own businesses. They do have that. They, well, they learn off Wayne. Well, that's,
1: across the park down there, they, they'll get on with the owners. They'll get on with the administration. They they will obviously get on with Wadi and. Um, Mal. So that's the thing, though. That that's what you want. You don't want people in there who are going to be bullheaded about it. And oh, this is my this is my role. Blah blah blah. They'll work in with everyone.
0: Mm. Yeah, and no, I think that will be a great choice. I, I do. I do hope that the Titans go down that path. We'll we'll wait and see what they do go go with. Um, there's been a lot made of Dennis Watt's quote where he said we need NRL experience in the club. Well, that you can take that to mean a few things. I yes. don't think it absolutely has to mean you coached in the NRL. No. I, mean, I don't think it has to mean no. that at all because I mean, the Walkers have been in the NRL system since they were um, well, kids, s- since s- they were 14, off, and they learned off yeah. Bennett, at, yeah. at, at the feet of Bennett. And there's yeah. a lot of their um, man management skills, I think you'll find, they did learn from from, from Wayne. So that'll be very interesting um, to see. How the the Gold yeah. Coast Titans um, go there because it is a big decision for the club. Very big. decision. I, I, I think
1: it's it's another one of those things that they got to they got to call it sooner rather than later. They can't just let it drag out. I know they have got a process, but if they've really got their eye on someone and they they know now the powers to be, they don't even have to bring them in at the moment. Just call it. Let the season finish out. I don't know how they're going to do. So they just let them play out under the, the assistant coach or the current coaches, and then. Give the boys a start to the new season.
0: Yeah, well, I think I I think they're going to be very um, careful about the way they do this mm. and, and, and not let it unfold the way it did last time. I, I think no. this process will be very. Um, it, it'll adhere to all the the the, um, the tenets of good governance. Yes. And I, I think that it'll be done in in a process. I don't think it'll be done rushed. Mm. I, I think it'll everyone will have to go for an interview. I'm gonna uh, give
1: Dennis a call when I get out of this interview straight up (laughs) bloody I'm coming
0: okay well thanks Steve Um, that's not the only um, NRL.com podcast the Pearls preview pod that we have have fantasy on Tuesdays with Chris Kennedy and Dominic Brock Thursdays with the late mail crew there's a broader game with Katie Brown and Alicia Newton on Thursdays the powwow with Wow on Fridays and the Sunday session each Sunday with um, Chris Kennedy and Craig Wing, wrapping up the round that was and we'll wrap up now Steve
1: Thanks, Joe.